everybody. It's Lisa. Time for our all message show. Yay. So today in an all message show, this is nothing but readings, 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 whether it's psychic readings or mediumship readings. And honestly, sometimes I don't have any control over this. Very often I don't, as a matter of fact, I just kind of run with the ball and do what spirit asks me to do. And however it comes through from your spirit people, whether they're loved ones or angels or guides, that's the way it comes through. And that's what will be delivered to you today. And I will post this show on iTunes as well as my website. And also, um, if warrants, I may cut up the reading and post everything on YouTube as well. And then you can find your individual readings there if you'd like to download them for your own use if you want to. So that's pretty cool. So anyways, um, today, because it is an all-message show, um, either fiddle around with your screen until you see all the, the um, tasks showing up. And underneath one of those, you should be able to find raise your hand. You do need to raise your hand like Dawn has to get in the queue. Uh, that's how you know that you want a reading instead of just watching along, right? So today there really is no topic. We're just doing readings. And let's get going. Ha <laughs> ha! Light up all those hands and lighten up. Yay! Okay, you got it. Very good. So I'm going to do what you need to do is you need to be video and you need to be audio. So if you're good to go, then we're good to go. So I'm going to go ahead and promote Dawn to panelist. So in a couple seconds, I'll unmute her. Hello, Dawn. Oh, hey, you're sideways. Uh, you're sideways. Let's try this. <laughs> That's better. Is that better? Yeah, now you're facing me. <laughs> Isn't it funny that the technology is kind of crazy? Yeah. Well, um... I'm hoping that uh, somebody will come forward and give me some advice for um, my husband and I. Uh, we just found out that he may have um, uh, coronary heart disease. So I'm hoping somebody can give me some advice. You know, it's interesting that you would bring that up because as we speak, and I'm not kidding, as we speak, my brother-in-law is going through bypass surgery. Um, so that's kind of an odd thing, isn't it? Hmm. Anyways, that doesn't mean that I'm predicting anything. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but there is a man here. I actually have a man and a woman here, but I'm not sure if they're both for you. And in a setting like this, they may not. So let's see what we have here. Um, the man came through really, uh, sharply, real quickly. Um, I'm going to say he's 5'11", close to six foot. He looks to be probably about... I'm going to say 75 or 80. Um, he does have white hair in front, deeply receded hairline, but in the back, it's still a little bit dark. All right. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Yes, okay. All right. Now, this man is talking to, he's going like this. So this means love, like I'm pouring my heart out to you. Um, I'm not sure if this is a grandfather or father yet, but he's making me feel like, um, there will need to be some kind of procedure run on your husband. Um, he's talking to me about 
Okay. Has he had a angioplasty or uh, you know how they go in with the scar? I'm, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is what he's showing me. So has your husband had the thing where they go in with the tube, like in the groin or in the arm to check out the heart? Not yet. He's had the uh, cardiac um, CT scan where they check him for calcium. Right, right, okay. Because he's making me feel like that would just be another simple test that they can run. Like that would be the next thing that they would possibly do. Um, okay. What he's showing me is that there is like a suture being put in the skin. So that, that would make sense, all right? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So especially if they went in with the arm, because that's actually what they did with my brother-in-law. He said they don't go in the groin anymore. They went right in his arm, which I thought that was weird, but whatever. Um, so that would be the case, you know, they would need that, that suture, but he's only showing me one suture. Okay. Now, okay. Also, but he's showing me seems to be a, okay. Again, layman's terms here. What he shows me seems to be like a roto-rooter, like, 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 so here's the blood vessel and we're going to go in there and break this up. Okay. Okay. So there might be a stent put in or something like this, but I feel like that's down the road. All right. I okay. feel like that's down the road. So I'm, I feel okay here, Dawn. I really do. I feel okay. I just get a sense that, um, well, because you're being proactive, you're doing what you need to do. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Right. Um, I the am that's coming forward is probably my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. So, that's and did he have heart disease as well? He died of a massive heart attack. Ah, okay. So, so it's good that your husband, he's saying, is being proactive in this. And he goes like this. So it's good that you're chasing after him and making him do all this. <laughs> yeah. I um, do have to. <laughs> also making you feel like, um, what do you mean by that? Have you lost a lot of weight or somebody lost a lot of weight? He talks to me about someone losing like 20 pounds or more. Because he's doing this. I've lost 30, yeah. Yeah, because he's making me feel like, ooh la la. <laughs> yeah. He just, yeah, so he's he's noticing that. And he just, like, you look good. You look good, he's what, what he's saying. Because he's like, ooh. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you. <laughs> he's, he's pretty excited for you. He says, you're doing great. So lots of love to you, sweetheart. And good luck with your husband. All right, just. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, dear. Take I will. Care. Bye. Thank you. All right, kids. So let me promote Deb. Hello there. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. How can I help you? Well, I was wondering, I have worked at the same job for like 24 years. Mm -hmm. An opportunity to maybe move. Is it in my best interest to move, move or stay or where I'm at work? Work. Um, is it in my best interest to move or should I just stay where I'm at? <laughs> you know, and cause sure. I am, I am 65, but this would give me maybe benefits of some sort that I don't have with this first job, the job I'm in right now. Okay. So one of the things that I'm picking up intuitively Deb is, the fact that, so do you have insurance now, like through your husband or through spouse or something like that? No, okay. I have, I have Medicare. Okay. Gotcha. 
So anything that you would receive would be supplemental or what you had would be supplemental or whatever. Um, what I'm sensing is you need to look a little bit further or dig a little bit further into what other benefits are going to be available, made, made available to you. Because I get a sense as of right now that like, you know, does right. one really outweigh the other, right? So even though right. having health benefits or additional health benefits are, it's very important, but what are you giving up? Exactly. This is, I, I'm more concerned about my husband's insurance than mine. I mean, he mm -hmm. has like, I mean, to get him insurance, you know, and I'm afraid to move. <laughs> I'm afraid to let go well, of everything, yeah. you know. I but, get it. After 24 years, that's your right. house. That's your home. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It is. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, if I would have to say yay or nay, if I were made to choose, I would say go. Leave? Yeah, I would. Okay. Because what I do is when I think of this, you know, I feel into the situation. I feel clairsentiently that at first when you're talking about it, I'm thinking, mm, I don't know about that. But the more I was getting into it, you know, and then I, I do my little trick that says, okay, red light or green light. And I need to go to the green, which means go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, sweetie. Uh, but I would make sure that you get some of the stuff in writing or at least, you know, like this is this is the employee handbook or whatever that, you know, says this is what happens. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I would check that out. All right? So Thank good you. luck to you, Deb. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for listening in. Mm -hmm. Let's go back. So, everybody, if you're just now chiming in, make sure that you touch your screen or fiddle around with the screen until you get up the, the panel at the bottom or at the top, depending upon what device you're using. And then you'll see raise your hand, and then I'll know that you're looking for a reading. Oh, goodness. Okay. I had to, as you guys can see, I had my eyes dilated today. I had to go to the ophthalmologist. So I have my eyes dilated. So everything's like, Wah! you know, wonky and everything. Yeah, you know what that's like. So it's like, oh, okay, let me squint in here. So I'm promoting Danielle to panelist. So I will unmute her as she comes in. Hello, Danielle. Hi. Hi. Have you ever had your eyes dilated? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years it's been years but yeah I've had yeah yeah you don't get it well I get it more often now that I'm older but it's so funny that you're walking through I was walking through Myers this morning like this you know I should have just brought my sunglasses into the store <laughs> yeah usually usually they give you like those really 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 big ones when you leave well but. that's what I thought but they didn't so I was just kind of surprised I probably should have asked for them but man I think I've got sunglasses in the car mm. <laughs> so anyways <laughs> How can I help you, sweetie? I was just seeing if there's anyone out there or anything okay. that you can help with. Sure. I do have a shorter lady here. I'm going to say maybe about 5'2". Um, typical grandma hair. She's got to be 80 anyways. Uh, salt and pepper hair. More gray than white. Um, she's, she's slight. She's a thin lady. I want to say she's on mom's side of the family, she makes me feel. And so I've got this little old lady here and she's talking to me about you. She's going like this. 
So she's talking to me about you putting yourself last. Yes. And one of these things that, that she's reminding me of is um, like the airlines, you know, the airline or the flight attendant, you know, put on your oxygen mask first before you can serve someone else. And I feel like that's what she's getting at. Um, she's saying to me that there's a lot of weight on your back is what she's saying. She's saying to me that you're, you're like a humpback whale is what she's saying. But that's, that's just one of my symbols that says you're carrying a lot of stuff, but it's not all yours. All right. She's saying it's not all yours. I get a sense of bushel baskets full of responsibility. And some of it, you know, you could read through it like uh, mismatched socks. Or she says you can carry it around for the rest of your life and just, just bear the burden, which she says is not all yours. So one of the things why she's saying that you also need to help yourself first is because of that. Um, because of that, you will have... Um, like that weight of the world, migraines and stress and tension on your back and on your shoulders and in your neck. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and it's, so it's almost like the external is affecting your internal, right? Yeah. Because it's affecting your auric field. So you might see that, that stress or that tension affecting your headache, your neck, your shoulders, your back. Um, and then I would concentrate or at least try to um, sort through those socks, as it were, you know, get rid of the, the mismatched ones that you, you don't need to be taken care of. Do you have kids? Yes. Because she's talking to me about your kids taking on some of those socks. She keeps on talking about the socks. So, but I know what she means. So, so giving your kids the sock basket, all right, okay. letting them take care of some of their own socks. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. So, uh, she's saying to me, they're going to scream. Yes. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. Yeah, it, it's, you're actually, yeah, you're probably going to be the one that's going to suffer. All right. However, she is saying that in the long run, you're helping them and you know it. Yes. Yeah. I get it. I was a mother of young kids and it's much easier just to do it myself than play around with, with their nonsense. Yeah, I get it. So I leave you with that, sweetie. Good luck with everything. All righty. Okay. Take care, honey. Can I hear you? This is Jessica. Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. So <laughs> how are you? You're in your car. I love I it. I am. I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. I love that. So Jessica, how can I help you, honey? I was hoping to just talk to any loved ones that have passed on, hoping my grandmother, but whoever. Okay. So there's, there's a different lady here and a different man here, and they're both quite short. Now, the woman that I have here is talking to me about someone around you, could be her or someone else around you, that would have cancer or having difficulty um, eating at the end. And I get a sense of nursing home or something like that. Probably my grandmother, yes. Okay. Other I'm not sure if she's in a nursing home or she's just getting some kind of assistance in living or whatever. Um, and then there's a shorter bald man that's coming through right behind her. Do you understand him? He's got the donut going on, but no hair on top. And he's standing right behind her. So I don't know if he's with her 
in supporting her or if he's like coming in next for the next person, which could be. So do you yeah, understand the shorter bit, bald man? Maybe about five nine. Taller, but I, I get the bald. Okay. All right. This man here is maybe only about five nine, maybe five ten at the most. Okay. okay. So I say shorter. That's pretty average, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just used to all the men in my my family being really tall guys. So, anyways, so she's coming through, and when she's making me aware of either a red. I'm not sure if it's a red gumdrop or red cough drop or I don't know what it is, but it's something to eat. Something hmm. small and red. I almost want to say, do you remember, you might be too young. Do you remember they were filled, they were hard candies, they were raspberry. And you'd only usually get them at the Christmas time. And they were filled. Do you remember those? You yes. Do? I thought you'd be too young. No, so, I remember that. They were strawberry and they were, they were wrapped in packages that looked like strawberry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so she's showing me that. So is that something that she would have at Christmas time? Uh, I, I think my grandfather did. Okay. Because she's talking to me about that. It's, it's so neat because she could easily just have said, I'm with your grandfather. And we would have said, okay, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Instead, she shows us evidence of that, you mm -hmm. know, something that he would do. Now, I'm also, oh boy, she was the baker, right? The baker, the cook when she was younger? She may have, yeah, yeah she, yes, yeah, my other because, grandmother was. Maybe okay, not. because I'm getting a sense of, she's making me taste something like dates or date bars or something like that. And to be honest with you, I feel like she's talking to me about you and your preparations with your Christmas people, right? With your, your family. Mm -hmm. Now, and who has the two kids? Is that you? No. Who has the two? Uh, my sister-in-law has two kids. Okay. Because uh, she's saying to me, now, are you close to them? Because she's no. talking to me about bringing them in. Not really. I mean, we are, we talk, but not, we're not close. Okay. Because she's talking to me about, uh, bringing in the kids, not your sister-in-law necessarily, but the kids bringing in the kids and she's showing me, um, Christmas cookies. Sorry. She's showing me work for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just did Christmas cookies the other, well, two days ago. <laughs> oh, so maybe she's talking to us about being there and seeing that. Um, now, and she's also saying to me, this is kind of a funny thing. You work at a desk? Okay. A what? Huh? I'm a teacher. <laughs> Why? She, well, you, no. you probably do have a desk because she's talking to me about making sure you take your shoes off when you sit down at your desk. Hmm. So I don't know if you, she's telling me that your, your feet need to rest or which probably is the case if you're a teacher. Yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> but she's talking to me about you taking your shoes off underneath the desk. This is kind of a funny thing because this is something I would actually do when I was working like a million years ago in an office. I would bring slippers to school. Mm -hmm. You have slippers? I do. At, at your desk? Not at my desk. At home, but I don't wear no, them. You need to, according to your grandmother, you need to bring them to school. Okay. <laughs> this is so funny. That would be a fun day, wouldn't it? In the middle of winter, slipper day. Oh my <laughs> gosh. 
<laughs> that would be so much fun. How old are you? How old are the kids? Are this elementary school? Uh, little preschoolers head start. I kind of travel all over Jackson Perfect. County. Slipper day. There you go. I walk in. Yeah. Uh -huh, exactly. Yeah. With great big old Grinch slippers on or something. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That'd be great. So anyways, I think what she's saying to me is that she would encourage you. She would support you in finding a way to relax during this Christmas hustle bustle, obviously. Um, and she's also say, oh, just a minute. She really just switched topics on me. Hang on. So she's talking to me about someone around you. I don't know if they're still here or on the other side that is having trouble with an addictive substance. Would you understand that? Uh -huh. Yep. I would. Well, she wants you to know just plain and simple that spirit is watching over this person um, and trying to protect this person. Whenever I see spirit surround someone with an umbrella, that's what that means, that we're trying to protect and shield this person and help this person, okay? So pray to your loved ones on the other side that they will help out and hopefully that person will be able to help themselves move mm -hmm. forward in their life. Yeah. yeah. So I leave you with that, Jessica, and thanks Thank for joining me. And enjoy the rest of your lunch hour. Thanks. Thank you Take very much. Bye-bye. All righty, my chicklets. Let's see who's next. So the next person here is Tina Newsom. Hi, Lisa. Hello Hi there. there. Hi. Hi, Tina. Good to see you again. How are you? I said she's probably going to say it's just Tina again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely. Anyway, I just wondered if you had any message for me today. Okay. okay. Do you have relatives that were farmers or from down south? No. Okay. okay, I have a man here, and he makes me, this is a big man, and I'm seeing him, uh, looks like putting his suspenders on. Who's the man that wore suspenders? Wore suspenders. Um, my brother-in-law wore suspenders. And he's on the other side now? Yes. All right. Because... It was really a weird thing because he's pulling up his suspenders here, pulling up his suspenders there. And I kind of got the impression like I want to slap my knee and do one of these things. So I didn't know if there was someone from down south or if there was a farmer or whatever, but it was the suspenders that he was getting at. So I've got him coming through. And would you understand, would he be coughing? He's climbing yeah. coughing, yes. So I got a sense of um, definite shortness of breath. And then also having problems, I do get a sense of having problems with the weakened heart too, but I get a sense that that's part, some kind of disease that's affecting his heart. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, he had a lung disease. Okay. So I just get a sense that, well, what he's making me feel is that the lung disease affected his heart. Yep. Yeah. So it was just kind of a strange thing. So it was like a, a ripple effect is what he's saying. Now, he's also saying that he fought hard. He fought really hard. Do you understand that? Yep. Because he said to me, tooth and nail. Yeah, which just tells me that, that this was a hard battle. Um, he's also saying, well, he's also uh, taking responsibility for much of this. Do you understand that? 
Yeah, it was his work. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what it was. He just saying he just said it's all on me. So that just tells me that he's taking responsibility for this. Um, he's also showing me. Um, oh, did he work with paints? Um, he worked with chemicals. Like he was a diesel mechanic. Because I'm seeing something like um, fumes, which obviously with diesel stuff, but I'm seeing what looks like um, overspray, like spray paint, you know? It kind of looks like that. At least that's what he was showing me. Now, he's also taught, mom, mom, is your mom still living? My mom, yes. You don't sound too thrilled about that. No, she's just having a hard time right now. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because the tone of voice was a little, mm, okay. So, so he wants to talk to us about mom. And it's not his mom, it's your mom. It's getting pretty frustrating. Would you understand that? Yeah. He just crossed his eyes like, oh, good Lord. One of those things. Um, like it's it's a chore. It is definitely a chore keeping up with everything that she's going through. Um, he's saying to me um, that there is some shuffling of medicine, shuffling of medication. Do you understand this? Yep. <laughs> because he shows me like a, a table full of medicine, and I go, okay, this isn't working anymore. So we're going to go to this, and then we're going to go back to that, and bring this back in. And so it's like a it's like a juggling act. It really is. So yeah, she just quits that. whatever they tell her to take if it doesn't work. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So what he's saying is at this stage of the game, just do what works or do what she's happy with or whatever. He's, he is making me feel like, um, you know, it's kind of a funny thing because I get a sense of her being a wee bit hypochondriacal, right? <laughs> same time I'm also feeling like there is something there there is disease there that's something that it could be helped um, but he's also telling me that she's not real uh, diligent at taking the medicine when or if she's supposed to right, right? yeah so it, it's it's a tough road he's saying to me that that you're trying to make sure that she's taking care of herself uh, without having to babysit her 24 7 and it's a it's an interesting thing. She's not living with you, is she? No. Okay. Because he's making me feel like the medicines that she's not using any longer, she either be taken away, doesn't mean thrown away, but taken away, um, or put in a great big gallon size Ziploc or something like that. So she knows these are the ones I don't take. Yeah, we just did that. Good. Very good. So he's obviously seen that. Um, because he makes me feel like um, she's double dipping. In other words, she might be taking two different medications for the same thing, mm -hmm. okay, when she's not supposed to. So, yeah, so I would definitely uh, just watch that. Um, he's saying to me, okay, and would you understand her memory starting to slip a bit? Would you understand that? Yeah, she was just diagnosed with dementia. Oh, gosh, okay. Yeah, because he just says, it, it's starting, it's just, we're on like, just, you know, we're starting to see that. And, and that's why she'll need a little bit extra help. Of course, right now she doesn't think she does. Um, I get that. So if you could simply help to 
make things easier for her, you know, instead of, um, hi, mom, I'm going to come micromanage your life. Um, yeah, so just I'm helping to make it easier. All right. Yeah. And do you have a daughter? Yes, I do. An adult daughter? Yes, I do. Okay. Because for some reason, I get the sense that she would be a great person to help your mom. For some reason, I feel like, um, <laughs> so did your mother get belligerent with you? She just gets sassy. Yeah. Well, what, what your brother-in-law is telling me is that she won't be quite that way with your daughter. Right. Yeah. So it might be easier to get her, your mom to, uh, adjust to new things or try new things, accept new things from your daughter instead of you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're more um, assertive I'm hearing and it's called bossy. (laughs) I didn't say that, (laughs) but yeah. So I just get the sense that, that your mom would be quick to, um, pull out the fangs a little bit because of your assertiveness. Um, but not so much in your daughter. Your daughter might tell her the exact same thing. But coming from her, it might be accepted a little bit easier. So there you go. Okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Tina. Good luck with everything. Yep. Talk to you soon. All right, sweetie. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. Let me get to Colleen. Now, I have talked to Colleen before in the past, but that doesn't mean she can't. Hello there. Hi, Ed. How are you? I'm good. Look at you. You look so pretty today. Oh, thank you. By the way, I like your new hair color. Which one? This huh? one, the dark one? This I is like, natural. I like this, the sparkle. No, this is natural. Completely natural. My girl is tinting everything but my white spot. I like the I white another, spot. I have a white spot over here, too, but she colors that one in. Because it looks like I have two snowballs on my head. <laughs> Well, the so one snowball looks great. So how can I help you, sweetie? Um, I was wondering if there was anyone around me that helped me through family stuff. It's what we talked about when we first met, you and I. And yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying you'd probably rec- recognize the, the lady that would come through. Okay. Actually, I have a man here. Okay. I have a man here and he's marching like a Marine or marching like a military guy. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So who is that? Is this grandpa? Not sure. Okay. Um, This is a tall man. I'm going to say, well, he's kind of stocky, but he's taller, like 5'10". But he's, he makes me feel like when he was young, he's saying he shrunk. So he says, but when he was younger, he had like the big, you know, the thick chest and the, the heavy, the heavy shoulders. So a little bit stockier when he was younger. Okay. Hang on. This might be, are you married? Am I? Yeah. Yeah. It might be husband's family. Okay. It may be husband's family. I'm okay with that. You understand the name Bill? There's a few Bills over in his side. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that's why he's directing me over because that's my husband's side of the family. So I would think he's using my point of reference for that. What he said was tough love. Okay. He's talking to me about family members pulling your strings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the big thing here is 
they're pulling your strings, they're pushing your buttons. The thing is, honey, you're reacting, right? You're allowing them to dictate your actions. Because what he shows me, he shows me you sitting there like this, right? Like I'm, I'm not going to engage. You're not going to allow me to engage. You're not going to ruin my mood because I'm, I'm happy and I'm carefree and, and I'm not going to let you bring me down. Because right, you know, it's kind of a funny thing. The situation reminds me of something that I had gone through with a, a, a sister-in-law who's no longer in the family. But I would get so upset just preparing when I knew I was going to see her. Oh, yeah. Right? The anxiety starting my belly. Yeah, right? So I totally get it, right? Your, your anxiety starts up. Well, here's the thing. Do you know what, how to protect yourself with a bubble? Um, I think so. Okay. So much like, you know, a little kid's bubble, you're going to start at your head and allow this bubble to go all the way around your body. Except for the bubble that I see is probably three, four inches thick and is very thick rubber, very thick rubber. It, you, it's malleable, but impenetrable. All right. So when I think to myself, bubble up, I can instantly see this bubble come up over myself like a shield and it's all around my body from head to toe right so what happened was and this is why i'm telling you because you can use this mm -hmm. when i start getting anxious i would put that up because once you start getting anxious that link that energetic link between you and her is activated or you and this other person is activated oh, so even you're not in the same proximity <laughs> you're right and you know it <laughs> i know because I've been there, I've done that. So even though you're not in the same proximity, you're still attached to each other energetically, all right? So bubble up as soon as you start feeling that. And if you have to keep on mentally bubble, 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 right? Because what will happen is when you face this person or these people and you have you walk in with this bubble around you, because like I am protected, I feel I feel flipping great. And they're going to look at you like, what's different? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? No. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what they're going to do. You know why? They too will start feeling that energy, but it's not shifting. My energy is not getting at you. It's not attacking you. So then it's kind of like a stingray, right? Or a manta ray. I'm sticking my barb out and I'm attaching to you and I'm kind of feeding off of you. Mm -hmm. But with that bubble up, they can't do that. So in other words, they don't get that high from being the nasty Sam that they are. So then like they don't have anything to feed off of, or they don't have that energy to feed off of. And you're like, Oh yeah, this is good stuff. So just keep on bubbling, keep on bubbling that whole time. I'm telling you, Colleen, it works 100% of the time. Okay. I used it around my car when I felt like I needed to be protected. I've used it around my home. And yeah, so the bubble can work, everybody. It, re it really does. It really does. I, like I said, I know it sounds very juvenile, but on an energetic basis, mm -hmm. it works 100% of the time. So especially at Christmas, how were you at Thanksgiving? Were you sick? 
I was sick afterwards, but I, I haven't physically seen her in a couple of years. Okay, good. Oh. But she's still pushing your button, right? So we from have distance, unfinished business, or she does with yeah. the family. So I don't like how she's treating everyone else. But right. it's not my sibling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to step back, but it, it's hard to see. Well, then someone else hurt that I love. Of course, of course. So share that with other people who are being affected by her negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So share that bubble action with them. It does work. It does work. So hopefully that helps. And there you go. There yeah. you go. The soldier's two cents. Okay. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Take right, thank you. You're welcome, honey. Bye-bye. Bye, hon. So let me see here, kids. Oh, we do have another couple hands. Okay. I'm promoting Miss D. Hi. Hello there. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can. Last can time you hear me now? <laughs> I love your hat. Thanks. Thanks. I so cute. Sassy. How can I help you, honey? Um, I was just wondering if you have any messages for me. I have quite a few people on the other side, so mm-hmm. you never know who may or may not show up. <laughs> okay. I actually have a younger man here. Um, I don't know. If, I feel like this is one generation up from you, so I don't know if this is father or uncle or even if grandfather passed young. Um, They're all about the same age. Pardon me? <laughs> I have three that are all oh, about the okay. same age when they pass. So okay, well, I'm getting a sense of like fifties, you know, like late late fifties, early sixties. Okay, so that might be even a little bit old, right, uh, for you because you look pretty young. Um, but I'm getting a sense that these people are young. Yeah, you're too young to pass, in my opinion. Um, now, the man that I have coming through has dark hair. Um, it's very thick hair, very thick hair. Um, I do get a sense from him that I do get a sense from him. He did not speak very well. He did not speak English very well. Does that make sense to you? Yes, probably. It might be my grandpa. Okay. My grandpa was, um, both my grandpa and my dad died in their, um, early mid sixties. Okay. Um, And, but my dad had thinner hair. Okay, no, this was thick hair, yeah. Because he actually, you could feel him running his hands through it, you know? Yeah, and my grandpa was um, was Mexican. So, I mean, he did speak English very well, but he but, yeah. spoke Spanish as well. Yeah, so. yeah. well, I'm just, because he, that isn't, sorry, he wasn't speaking to me, he was just pantomiming. And usually no. when they do that, it's because they didn't speak English well. So we pantomimes to get the message across instead of giving me very choppy sentences or like one word sentences, that type of thing. Now, he's also saying to me that as with most people, Christmas time for your family is very important, but he's also saying that there's something else that comes at Christmas. So this would be someone's date of birth or someone's date of passing right around Christmas time. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. And who is this, whose birthday or passing is that? My mom died at Christmas. Ah, okay. Because he's making me feel like there's a cyclical thing, like something that happens every year. And it's, it's also a, a, like a monument, right? Mm-hmm. So he's saying there's a, 
is there a statue for her or something like that? The word monument came from him. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> because I'll go back. Okay, he's either showing me an urn, like for ashes, or he's talking to me about you having something of your mother's that reminds you of her that is bigger, like this. Do you understand this? I don't have anything of hers, really. When um, she died, a lot of her, when we were younger and her family members took a lot of her stuff, I don't have a lot of things that are hers. Okay, so he's showing me something that looks like either brass or copper, all right? Um, and that's why I was thinking that it looked like an urn or something like that. So I don't know if it's a vase or some kind of box or something like that. All right. Okay. But that's something that should be yours, not someone else's. And I do get a sense that this would have been handed down from your mom's mom to her. Now, is your grandmother still living? Your mom's mom? Oh, no. gosh. I was going to say. They're all on the other side. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, so if you can touch base with someone that's like your folks generation or something like that, um, but there's something of your mom that's, I'm going to say it's about this big, so seven, seven to eight inches, something like that, but that should be with you instead of a relative that doesn't Interesting. need Interesting. Well, I won't get it. <laughs> yeah, that, they, won't, yeah. they don't relinquish things. Uh, Not even yeah, photos. Yeah. yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Now, he's also making me taste um, toast. Toast? Was someone recently not feeling well in the tummy? Um, Usually when I, when spirit gives me toast, mm -hmm. not just bread, it's toast. Um, it makes me feel like either someone had the stomach flu or someone is pregnant or something like that. So there's stomach problems. My, my daughter woke up and threw up the other night, but... It was a quick thing. Okay. Well, Maybe. that could be it. That could very yeah. well be it. So he's telling us he's aware of that, right? So it doesn't mean that you literally gave her toast. Yeah. That's one of my symbols saying that this is what we eat when we're sick. Okay. okay. So I knew that someone had a stomach bug or something like that, right? So obviously he's aware of that. It is around you often enough to know of her illness. And okay. Is there something that you gave her, like a Pepto-Bismol or something like this? Or something that would soothe her tummy? Um, just some soda. Okay. Because he's making me feel like there's something that you ingest, and he shows me, it looks like Pepto-Bismol, to be honest with you. Um, but it could be just his symbol of letting us know that you actually gave her something for this, to stop the nausea or whatever. Um, he's also... Would you understand the gentleman around you living or deceased that is an alcoholic? Yeah. Okay. Because your grandfather is telling you that he's with that person all the time. Okay. Oh, really? On the yeah. other side or? Well, it depends upon if he's here or there, the alcoholic, right? Well, I've got so, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, on the other side. So confusing. Okay. If you have both, then I, I asked him and he said on the other side. Okay, that's he's my dad. All the time, he's with him all the time. So there you go. Um, he does make me. Oh goodness, okay. All right. So is your dad like five ten? Um, yeah. And your grandfather's telling me he was a smooth talker. Would you understand that? My grandpa or my dad? Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I just get the, like, the one where he gave me was schmooze. <laughs> so he was a schmoozer. So in other words, a, a, a good talker, a smooth talker. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So just evidence of that, you know, because it, it's easy for us to say, or it's easier for me to say, oh, grandpa says he's with your dad and this is great. Well, of course he is. <laughs> so, but instead he gives us a little bit of evidence about your dad. So um, it's kind of a funny thing. Your dad is deferring to your grandfather. Um, he says to me with, with age comes wisdom and that's why he's deferred to him. But the talking now I feel like is from your dad, but it's your grandfather that I'm seeing, which is kind of a funny thing. So this is good. So just know that you're surrounded with love, sweetie. You really are. You're surrounded with a lot of love. So, and then you go get that little urn thing back or that little box or whatever it is, because it belongs to you. <laughs> All right. Good luck, sweetie. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Keep in mind, I will be back on next week with Rudy Hunter. I'm not sure what he's going to be talking about yet, but we're going to be both in Delaware at an event. So we're both going to be live. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so he'll be sitting here like this. We'll be talking together at the same time on the same computer. Won't that be fun? He is an amazing healer, animal communicator. He's, he's, he's one of my tribe. Let me put it that way. He's really awesome. So we'll be with them. I'll be with them and then we'll be live from Delaware. And then the following week, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing because I will be actually participating in a workshop. So I don't know if I can run away on time to get through to you, but we'll see. I'll try to do what I can do. So everybody have a blessed week. Until next week, may you seek the divine, be the divine, and you'll reap the divine. God bless.